0: Alright, hello everyone, Jason W. Blair here, and um, so uh, we're almost on Halloween, we're almost up to Halloween here, and uh, I don't know about kids nowadays, but when I was growing up, uh, all year round really, uh, kids would uh, uh, tell spooky stories trying to scare each other, and you'd always have that one friend who would who would uh, believe you know, these stories, whether they're about uh, ones they're passed down uh from uh generation to generation or it was that one spooky house or the creepy neighbors whatever you know but you'd always have that one friend who was all spooked out and believing this and like oh no you know um uh like i said i don't know about nowadays but uh, the thing is um they were safe back then you know or they, they were safe because we all knew that they were uh pretend They weren't real. They are just uh, uh, legends or or stories. Uh, But uh, then you've got um, uh, uh, real, live experiences. And when you've actually uh, experienced paranormal activity, uh, the first thing that goes through people's minds is, oh, man, you know, he's looking for attention. Ah, that's bogus. That's made up. That's fake. Uh... But when you actually experience something, it's a completely different uh, story. and've I've had um, quite a few uh, paranormal um, experiences myself. and I'm a Christian first of all. so I don't believe that uh, people die and come back as ghosts, but I do believe that there is a spiritual world uh, coexisting with ours. And I have actually um, uh, experienced many, uh, uh uh unexplained phenomenon um i think the first you know growing up i don't think i had any of those experiences but when i became an adult uh i actually my first apartment it was in uh the town of state college um i lived alone at the time and i remember uh, i was laying there one night uh at the time i was really poor so i mean i didn't really have furniture things. I was sleeping like on an air mattress in the middle of the living room. And uh, I didn't really keep up my housekeeping. So I had some like empty soda cans, things like that lying around. And uh, I was laying there. I was sleeping. It was close to maybe midnight, 1am. And uh, there was a soda can nearby. Now, uh, it was out of arm reach. So there's no way I could have actually hit this can, but uh, it was still nearby, uh, and all of a sudden, in the middle of this blackness, you know, my eyes are closed, and all of a sudden, I hear this boom. I'm like, what in the world's going? I actually, you know, I, I turn on the light, and I saw this can had somehow flown across the room and hit the wall. I said, I'm out of here. Uh, I walked around Walmart for a few hours um, sometimes walking home from uh, work. Uh, I can't remember uh, where I worked at the time, but I remember uh, you know shortly after that, uh, I would work um, uh, what was it uh, I don't know if it was overnight or early mornings, but I would come home early mornings. And one time I saw a a guy, checkered shirt, blue jeans, uh, just leaning against the stop sign. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And I look back, he was gone. Um, Didn't have too many after that until um, about two years later when I moved to uh, the town of Haven which was about 30 miles away. At this point, I had a, uh, a girlfriend. We moved into a duplex. and some strange things started to happen. and no one would believe me. I mean, uh, everyone said I was making it up and like, Dude, this was crazy. They said someone was playing a prank on us. I said, uh, we live with my girlfriend's brother. He's staying with us. Uh, And he was over – because I – when when I experienced some stuff, I raced over to my girlfriend's mom's house, which was about two doors down. And everyone was in the living room, just chilling. No one had been in the house. But I had heard uh, footsteps upstairs, and this was a, a common occurrence in this townhouse. We would hear, uh, See, it was like one of those stairwells that you have some steps going down, and then you have a small landing, and it changed directions and came, and the stairs would come down a little bit uh, uh, in the new direction. Well, I would hear footsteps back and forth, back and forth on the small, tiny little uh, hallway upstairs and going down that first set of steps, but it would never... The footsteps would never. I, I wouldn't hear any of the footsteps below that landing. It, most of the stuff happened upstairs, and so I heard these footsteps again. And I'm sa- and I said, you know, I got to check this out. And so I went upstairs, and freakiest things happen in this house. So I go upstairs. First of all. We had a rabbit and a guinea pig. Now they were in separate uh, uh, they were in separate aquarium tanks because we used aquarium tanks instead of the cages. Well, the rabbit and the guinea pig were in the same aquarium tank. There was no way that the rabbit could have jumped out of his tank, crossed the room, and jumped into the guinea pig's tank. Because they both had lids on them. The lids were still on. And the guinea pig was jumping on the rabbit's dead squished body. Just... I mean... And and this was like... I'm trying to think... Uh, I don't think... I think the rabbit may have been an albino. Uh, but the guinea pig wasn't. But just jumping up and down. I'm like, oh, that is so sick. And then... Sure enough Elmo we had a tickle me elmo because uh we had a a a young daughter, and uh tickle me Elmo started going ah! and I'm like, really Or oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wow, Whew. get my facts confused here. It was actually a um a sleepy time ernie sorry, same show, different character. It was a sleepy time Ernie he was like, oh, I'm so tired." And, you know, kind of freaked me out at first because it was quiet. I'm seeing, you know, this murderous guinea pig. And so I pick it up. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And it's doing it over and over and over again. I open it up. There's no batteries in it. No kidding me. I'm not making this up. There was no batteries in it. I said, all right, this thing's going in the trash. Well, then I go to the other room because this, this hallway is, like, really short. We're talking, like, five feet between one room to the next. Uh, it was a very tiny little uh, townhouse. And so I go to the next room, and what do I find? A Cinderella book. The pages are ripped out. Every single page. They're thrown all over the room. Uh, no one was in there. Everyone was two doors down. I was the only person there. I'm like what in the world is going? I took out of there so fast, and we even uh, at one point walked around this house with a camcorder. We're like, "Yo, if someone is in here, yo, know, let us know." And we actually recorded a sound, and when we actually played it back, and after we had said, "Is anyone in here?" We actually heard a voice go, "Dave." So apparently the, guy, the person's name was Dave. But we looked into the history of the house, and um, uh, apparently before we had moved in there, I'm not sure how how long before, it was rumored around town that a mother lived there with her child and that she had murdered her child. Uh, creepy stuff. Uh, we had only lived there for a short while. Uh, and then when... Uh, my wife and I got married. Uh we actually lived in a haunted house. It was right next to a funeral home. That should have been our first indicator. Uh but uh that place was creepy and when weird things started happening, we asked the updoor The upstairs neighbors, uh, hey, have you seen anything freaky? And they go, oh, yeah, you've seen the ghost down there. Yeah, we see it sometimes too. We just ignore it. Like, really? Um, This ghost would come out. Sometimes It it, it eventually started coming out at all times of the day. But originally it would come out during what they call the haunting hour, about 2 a.m. And it would stroke my wife's hair. It would say, hey, sexy. Uh, It was a perverted ghost, okay? Um, And I saw it as a man in white. All right, and uh, there was also a ghost cat in there. Sometimes I would, and and the thing about it was uh, when I would walk down the hallway, sometimes, you know, I would see it. It would go from one, it was a narrow hallway, it would go from one side of the hallway to the next and just like disappear into the wall and one time i actually almost tripped over it Uh, i stopped right before i stepped on it and just like stumbled and just scurried right through the wall and we would hear footsteps and um we would hear footsteps and we'd hear things moving uh we had eventually we we got a roommate and uh he wasn't from this country. Uh, he was from, I believe, uh, Africa. And so he was kind of superstitious to begin with. I mean, he was he, he was kind of bizarre to begin with. But he got a pineapple. And he had set it on the counter. Well, I... No one had touched his pineapple. And um, he came uh, into the kitchen one day. And I looked. and And I was in there. I had a little desk set up to do my writing. And I, I looked over there, and I heard a sound. And he wasn't looking at the time. And I said, um, did you move your pineapple? He goes, what? The pineapple was on the floor. There's no way it could have rolled onto the floor. Because, I mean, there were objects there. He said, I ain't eating that pineapple. Um, and it got to the point where, you know, we, we had uh, some crosses. Some small little wooden crosses. One... Above the door to the kitchen, because we actually had two doors to the kitchen, but we had one kind of blocked off by the desk. But the one that was blocked off, the one hanging above the doorway that was blocked off, nothing really happened to. But The one right above the main doorway that we used to get in and out of the kitchen would constantly fly off um, and fall into the hallway. And, you know... It, we were a little freaked out at first and everything. And and after a while, I just got annoyed because I, I need complete silence when I'm writing. And so I would eventually be like, yo, I'm trying to work here. Can you shut up, please? Uh, but the big straw was, and this, this is one of the reasons why, uh, not the main reason, but one of the reasons why we decided to move out <coughs> is because of the activity. And... Um, while we were moving out, you know, we had to clean up before – when you're in an apartment, you got to clean up before you move out. We only did half the cleaning. We said, we, you know, the other roommate, he can do the rest of it because he wasn't – I guess he didn't think we were actually moving out. And I said, yeah, we are. So you better start thinking about what you're going to do, dude. But we were actually cleaning up, and I felt something actually enter me. I mean there, there was like this, this, this pushing – and all of a sudden, it, it felt like uh, uh, there was a pushing. And something that is completely out of character happened. And my wife said something to me. And I rushed towards her. And before you know, my hands outstretched, and before I actually got to her, I had some control over my body. Because most of my body, it seemed like I had no control. But I had some control because before I, I, I got to her... I looked at my hands real quick as I'm rushing towards her, and I turned and ran out of the apartment. And my wife said, you know, oh, wow, you know, I'd never seen you like that before. It never happened since. Um, but something overtook me, and I I could not catch my breath uh, for almost 20 minutes. Uh, I got sick to my stomach. And it felt like, if you've ever seen, like, on... Um, I don't know if they did it on that movie about the uh, uh, Salem witch trousers or not. But, you know, back in colonial days and things, when they were interrogating someone, they put rocks on their chest and keep putting more and more until they got answered that. Well, it felt like there were big rocks on my chest. And so once I calmed down, I said, look, I said, I don't care about the rest of it. I said, the landlord can charge us for the rest of the cleaning, whatever. I don't care. I am not going back into that house, and so we never did. But uh, unless you unless you actually experience stuff like that, I mean, it is it is crazy, and you know, people don't do this, don't say these things for attention. I mean, this stuff actually happens, and anyone who says otherwise, you know what? Uh, have an experience like this, and then you tell me if it's BS. Or if it's real, because I'll tell you what, uh, until you actually experience it, it is terrifying. Um, It is the most terrifying thing of your life.